0: One. One. And a three, and a two, and a three, 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 two, one, a welcome back, and a welcome back, and a welcome, welcome back to Studio 603.
1: 603. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> uh, hello everybody. We have been spending lots of time. In Studio 603 as of late.
0: As of late. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh,
1: which has afforded us lots of bonding, culinary adventure, Fortnite. Would you add anything else to the list? That's about it. <laughs> Not much. Oh, uh, plants. Mm, ooh, we've made some some big strides in uh, houseplants.
0: Yeah, Lauren and Matt did, yeah.
1: We went from three succulents to about 20.
0: And Lauren planted tomatoes and cucumbers or something?
1: She started a garden in her third bedroom, so I think. A I grow-up <laughs> yeah. in the third bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we're excited to get back into it. Uh, we're, we're stretching our studio six or three legs
0: for the first time yeah. in nine months. In nine months or something, yeah.
1: I think we left off with Maggie and Jose's wedding.
0: Oh, is that the last one?
1: Yeah, yeah. Wow. I know. (laughs) So, uh, we've been spitballing, spitballing around some ideas of like what to talk about, and I think the one that stuck off of the list was... Boundaries. Boundaries. <laughs> boundaries. Okay, I, I couldn't remember if it was borders or boundaries. Boundaries. Um, and I, yeah, I, th- I think this, this can... This has a lot of different tangents that we can go off of. But maybe a really... Uh, obvious or quick one to like dive into is like... Geographic Boundaries. I mean, this this is... Um, playing off of Sam's secret addiction which is hours and hours and hours of Google Maps love it <laughs> uh, who has the most beautiful border boundary Oh, who has the most aesthetically pleasing boundary where you are on your phone and you're like zooming in and oh, Google, Max, G- Google Maps highlights it and you think to yourself man that is a beautiful boundary
0: I tell you what. I mean, if muscle memory serves me right, I could probably tell you in like two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam is consulting his uh, Google Maps recent searches. I did one this podcast with Levi. Shout out to Levi ranking things. Um, <laughs> we are not sponsored by them yet. Yeah. I have to put it on satellite. Isn't isn't there an
1: island in Alabama that's in the shape of a dolphin?
0: Oh, see that is probably the okay. No, you've just reminded me. So in Alabama they have this island and it's called it's not exactly like it's called it's D A U P H I N Dolphin. But it is Dolphin. Dauphin. Dauphin. Dolphin Island. That's that's my island. That's where I'm gonna go one day. I keep on wanting to go there but it just hasn't materialized yet. But um where did this place go? It's just funny. Man-made boundaries, natural boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never been out that way, but... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, like, certain boundaries can stop bad weather. Like, didn't you drive to Colorado once and it was sunny everywhere else and all of a sudden you were in the middle of a snowstorm? Yeah. Like, it's just, like, boundaries of whatever you want to make them, obviously, but they can be physical. They're just, like, to me, that boundary is a physical even if it's, like, drawn on a map, but it's still physically present. It's so like, if I mm-hmm. step over this, mm-hmm. then I've breached the boundary. Yeah. If you know what I mean.
1: Yeah. And um, something that came to mind is I went on a, I went on a canoeing trip. Uh, when was it? It was when I graduated high school. So it was a while ago, over a decade ago, with me, my brother, my dad, and my friend robert who went to the boundary waters in minnesota and they're, that's what they're called they're called the boundary waters and it's like the u.s side and then the canadian side for some reason it's called the quetico side okay doesn't make any sense i don't know why it's called that and there are these little like steel pyramid markers on like random like rocks and islands that allegedly um you know, mark out the boundary between the U.S. and Canada. And we only had permits to, like, paddle around and camp in the U.S. But, like, up there, you know, where you're canoeing, like, your your canoe is inside of Canada, and inside of the U.S., just, like, effortlessly. And where the U.S., like, ends and where Canada begins it's pretty fluid, like, most of the time until you come across one of these little markers and you're like, oh, like, I'm actually in Canada right now. (laughs) I'm like, let me, like, steer, you know, steer back. But there's no, you know, border guards there, like, at all these different crossings. It's just, like, this really ambiguous um, boundary, quote-unquote. And I guess that's why they call it the boundary waters. And within, uh, it's like, so much of my life, especially living in Canada... Has very much felt that like there isn't really a boundary. Like I go across the border when I want. Um, I you know just grab my passport and go and answer a question. Like they almost know me by by face and first name basis almost at the Thousand Island border crossing. But right now, like that is challenged. Like I cannot go across the border effortlessly. Um, With, like, what's going on. And so, like, that's a weird... That's a weird thing for me right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, like... But you you would be fine to go back across, I think. But, you know, like, would I be able to, like, come back to Canada? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah. I mean, you have a reason to come back, but... mm. Yeah, exactly. It's discretion, right? I guess. I'm a... In service, so or immigration officers, so and like other people, like my friends and
1: family Yeah, um, come I over, mean
0: yeah.
1: not many of them
0: come. <laughs>
1: like, oh. Um well some people have and you know you know who you are. But um like <laughs> uh, like my parents were planning a trip in April to come to Canada and like they aren't gonna do that now. Yeah, there's a
0: lot of uncertainty. Yeah, so. and you know. Yeah, boundaries can create uncertainty, right? Yes, that's that's where I was going with
1: that. Like, if the boundary wasn't there, like I would,
0: or the the boundary now like become has become much more physical. And I feel like having a boundary also takes stuff out of your control. Mm-hmm. It's like a control thing too. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I think that's why. You're Talk sh- more about that. While you're struggling with the. Con- Like, the boundary issue is that control's lost. Because Mm. somehow something or someone or whatever, if it's a mountain or a person, has put this, like, border, boundary, um, buoy that's floating in front of you and it's you didn't choose for it to be there, but it's there and you have to deal with it. Um, On a random note, just on that lol, here's a funny story for you. Give it to me. Uh, I googled it to give you the correct facts. Um, but Canada and Denmark fight over this particular island. Oh, yes. With whiskey and schnapps. Yes. So apparently... This what is they, such a good story. What they do is they come up onto this island um, and they contest ownership. of. It's like an uninhabited island in the Arctic. And essentially they just leave a bottle of schnapps or a bottle of whiskey fly their flag and leave and it's just like the most <laughs> polite border dispute on the planet it's just a funny little story but it's up by Greenland a 22 mile wide channel of very cold water separating Canada and Greenland I guess it's in the middle of that but just a funny story and
1: so whoever's left the um, the most recent bottle of I guess they own the island like how is it
0: <laughs> it's just the here you go, guys <laughs> That's pretty good. That's hilarious. That's a pretty funny border dispute. <laughs> That's rich. So we've been talking a
1: lot about kind of geographic...
0: Geographic boundaries. Yeah, So there. far. Yeah. But I think... Boundaries, borders, yeah.
1: Uh, there's also this element of, like, boundaries with people. Yeah. So, like, everyone has their own boundaries, And in different contexts, um, those different boundaries have a play. So, um, like right now, there's this really interesting and needed uh, precautionary boundary that is in place called social distancing. I was at the grocery shopping for ingredients for French onion soup. And, like, at the register, they had all these signs about, you know, social distancing, the people who were checking out your groceries, and had a line uh, in tape that was, like, six feet back from the register for, like, where you should stand. Mm. So, like, that was, like, a boundary um, as a part of this checkout procedure of getting my groceries. And they had, like, listed instructions of you put your things on the belt and, like, walk to the very end and, like, stand there then pay, like, do your own groceries, blah, 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 get your car. So that, like, that almost felt like a, you know, passport control of Um, uh, grocery stores. And, you know, the, we're kind of asked to keep distance from kind of everybody who you don't immediately live with. And even in some cases, people who you immediately live with, like keeping, what is it? Like, you would know better than Six
0: feet. Yeah.
1: Like, that's a, like, that's a boundary, right? and i don't know like since that boundary has come into play i know that i've noticed like who is around me in public more like because that's in place like usually i just brush by people and like you know i'm doing my own thing but on my on a walk today that i was out on a trail and you know every single person that i cross paths with like i uh paid attention to them more, and, I mean, we kept, like, the social distance between us. So, it's just interesting how, like, that, like, social boundary, like, highlights, uh, like, makes you pay attention more, or at least me more, to
0: the people that you're around. Um, but that's, like, one effect of it. But you're talking more, like, along the lines of a mutual boundary... That's like something you both understand, right mm. or is accepted right now, yeah, 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 but then sometimes like people can have boundaries, and you know I have boundaries on what pushes my buttons and you have boundaries on what pushes your buttons, yeah, or what you like to speak about, or what you find acceptable behavior mm hmm you know there's like and, and that's not
1: necessarily like a physical space exactly yeah. between you and somebody else.
0: So, and it's all contextual yeah, as well, right? Like, boundaries and stuff. Can you give me an example of, like, a boundary that you have in a context? Well, I don't know. Like, um, it's hard because I feel like most of them are subconscious, but I don't like physical, like, touch or contact with most people. Hmm. I won't. It's not saying I'm gonna like freak out if someone touches me. I wouldn't. Yeah. But I don't I don't like any like don't I don't know, I don't know how to explain that. Like um Like you
1: don't get any hug you don't like getting hugs from somebody who you just met. I would never do that, yeah. And I would But wouldn't, if they would like go in for it, you know, and they're like bring you right into it. Like that's 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 crossing a boundary for you.
0: That's yeah, but then but I'm also like mature enough not to right i'd hug them back and be like that's fine yeah but in my eyes or if i was in if they didn't go to hug me i definitely won't go to hug them type of thing so mm-hmm. there's like a boundary right there mm-hmm. but the boundary is in like for everyone it's for as you said which is interesting is like when you have like that social distance in mm-hmm. some people you don't mind being close to but then that like outer boundary is it sounds like you're
1: highlighting like there's a reason mm-hmm. that that like social dis- distancing is a boundary right now, and you, um, like people who like don't take it seriously for you.
0: Is that what you're saying? No, I was just saying like, don't oh. touch me. <laughs> I don't do mind. That? I don't mind being touched, but don't touch me. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, what boundaries do you have?
1: So social distancing. Is a really interesting recent phenomenon that uh, has an explicit, yeah, I'd
0: say like a publicized, measurable
1: boundary between people. But um, like physical space isn't, and that, and maybe not even physical touch. Like that's not necessarily the only boundary. So I have boundaries when it comes to like what. Aspects of my life and what stories I tell people, or I'm willing to tell people.
0: There you go. Yeah.
1: So, um, which is tricky because I may come off as a really open person or a really vulnerable person, um, but much of what I share in like the universal tier of like emotional boundaryism. Is like I have a lot of sound bites that I can kick out, and it it takes me a long time to go through um, those different sound bites with somebody before I get to an area or a no man's land where it's like oh like okay, if I share this next thing, it's gonna be that's that's a really serious thing for me, um, whether in like a friendship, um, and I'm there learning about who I am or it's a work colleague, or even like in a romantic relationship. Like there are tiers of things that I'm willing to share. And I kind of have those mapped out of my head about like what those things are and how I phrase certain pieces. But like that's a whole system around relational boundaries and like what I'm willing to share with you. And like you, like I've known you for almost 10 years.
0: Holy smokes, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. And so there's a lot of transparency uh, between us, which I think transparency is maybe when there aren't any boundaries. See, that's a funny...
0: Sorry, am I yeah, taking yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Keep a funny going. thing you're saying, because there's like... It's funny, because you can be like real chummy with someone, like buds to the end, but then you chip away, and then you actually see who someone is when you live with them. You know? What are you saying, Sam? I mean, we used to speak and be pretty close. Like, we knew each other. Oh, let me tell you yeah. this story. Let me tell you this deep story. And there you go. Like, our boundaries seemed like we had no boundaries. But we did have Ooh, boundaries. See. Ooh, yes. But like, then, like, you've seen me freak out completely about this exam went terrible. Like, everything, yeah. <laughs> this exam went terrible. I have this exam coming next week. I am going to freak and then I freak out in the kitchen, but then I would never show, like no one would ever see that side of me unless they live with me. Right. If you know what I mean? Yeah. Like my exam, exam season, Sam.
1: It's a dark, dark time.
0: It's the time of notes and papers and jank everywhere. So, everywhere like boundaries can be illusions.
1: Do you, do you think that there are still boundaries between us? I mean, minus this white table that we're that's sep- physically separating us <clears throat> as we're recording this episode. That's
0: interesting, yeah. Um, I'd say we probably do have whether or not that subconscious there's probably still boundaries between us. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you don't know what I'm thinking half the time. I don't know what you're thinking half the time. We all have a real thought in our head, you know. we're An
1: internal monologue. But I feel like where, where boundaries come into play, it's not that you know everything going on in mm. my head and in my heart in real time, but it's the willingness that I have to, to share, share that with you. Yeah.
0: yeah, right. I feel like we're pretty good. I mean, mm. we'll eventually come around to it. Yes. We'll mm-hmm. come around to a, a, a boundary, you mean? Come around to like passing a yeah, to a boundary and then yeah. passing a boundary. It's like a circle or whatever. It's like we hit the boundary halfway around, then we're through the boundary, then another it's like one. An begins. Atoll. See, there's definitely I think it's like natural. I think it would be unhealthy not to have Ooh, that that boundaries. Yes, that's a great disclaimer. Boundaries are healthy. They are, they're healthy. Social distancing right now it is healthy. <laughs> yeah, I would just be worried about like you don't want to weigh on your sleeve about everything. Yeah. And well, like,
1: what, like, what is the, what are the ramifications of, um, like living with no boundaries?
0: I think it would be draining, emotionally draining, mm. to deal with that. Mm-hmm. To deal with you, if you were, had no boundaries, and to deal with me, if I had no boundaries, it would just, it would be like two stars colliding during a supernova. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like it'd be, it'd just be too much. Yeah.
1: Well, since you said two stars colliding, taking this to the romantic realm. Romantic. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's interesting because, uh, in like the modern world of love and romance, uh, like, boundaries are very... People put different boundaries in place as far as, like, who who they say they are and what they're willing to share. So, like, some people, if you're using, like, an online dating app, it's just their whole life story in a bio and, like, 267 mm, characters. Oh, uh, yeah. Just highlighting huge things that have happened in their life that it's like, oh, Wow. Okay. That's cute. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty cute. And then some, most people, um, like put really tight boundaries around what they're willing to share and show. And so it's like a billboard pick mm. that's been edited and shows my best side and a few very precisionly selected facts about me that are like amplified just a little bit so that I come off as, you know. I I just I get lost in that. I I I have no idea whether it's like you know the people with the with the few the fewer walls between them and future romance are the ones who are like winning or if it's like the best route to take is a really
0: protected one where you're just showing a little bit of yourself. I feel like people love a good strong Simon type. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I always wonder what it'd be like to be a strong silent type. I just have. I do it to myself when no one's at home. I talk. In in order for me to plan my day, I talk it out. Like Matt writes lists. You write a list out. Yeah. And then that's how you know your day. But I have to f- like physically say it. And then I'm good. Like the night before, I say it, and then in the morning I say it, and then I'm good for the day. I have to do this, this, and this, and then I'm done. So I don't know where I was going with that. I was about to say, how does that apply to my romantic I don't know. life? <laughs> I just think strong silent type maybe, yeah. but people are attracted to strong silent type. Yeah. But most people don't like strong silent type. Or most people don't mind strong silent type, but they expect a like a piece of information each time you somewhat let your guard down or whatever.
1: Mm. Yes. And I feel like that is a normal and organic process mm. that happens organic. in a relationship is that you slowly like, you know, bits and bobs, give and take those boundaries start to dissipate. Mm. That could be a rap lyric. That was yeah. really good.
0: Bits and bobs, give and take. Boundaries start to dissipate. Wah, wah. <laughs> uh,
1: and in, like, the online world, like, that whole thing is absolutely scrapped. Like, you, nobody knows what they're doing. And That's it's just this yeah. artificial vacuum.
0: It's an artificial vacuum. But then has it been the root cause of people putting up more boundaries or people mm. appearing to have no boundaries? Mm, in some yes. some of the stuff they share like are you, would you be more interested in a girl that shares everything about herself or a girl that shares hardly anything uh, about herself
1: uh, i mean mystery is always enticing but if uh if there's no vulnerability whatsoever then like i'm quickly out like if i don't see a way where there's going to be any sort of transparency that gets established then I start to lose interest very quickly. Mm-hmm. But uh, so okay. So I'm interested. So we're talking about online dating. I'm interested in like shifting this conversation a little bit to um, like where people might be right now. So um, we, we've been spending lots of time together in our apartment. And I'm sure other people right now are spending lots of time with their roommates or housemates or by themselves if that's where they live. And we have this all these different digital like platforms of connection that preach a very no border, no boundary type gospel of how like they connect us. Facebook,
0: WhatsApp,
1: FaceTime. Yeah. Like how even though, like, the ba- the physical boundaries of North America are, like, quickly tightening. Um, like, what does that mean for the boundaries of... Between people who are living in the same house? Okay. So, the, the weird phenomenon that's happening in my head is that, like, while I'm feeling more and more cooped in Studio 603... Which is a great place to be cooped. Succulents, French onion soup. You, Lauren, mm. our pet guinea pig <sighs> that we don't have yet. The more in my head, it's like harder to almost reach out to people in in digital platforms. Like I'm feeling that sense of um, constraint on all offline and online worlds, and like I don't. I don't know. I'm struggling to to see past the boundaries of in, like, the online sphere. Even though there are no, like, there aren't any boundaries. Like, minus firewalls, if you live in a country that has a lot of those, that's a boundary. I could could hop on my phone right now and phone up... A hundred people. Exactly. But I don't, like, feel that that's super accessible right now or that that's, like... I don't know. There feels like there's some boundaries there.
0: I've just been texting like it's normal.
1: <laughs> because you love this. Like you love staying home.
0: I do. I would be really happy if I was on a desert island by myself for the rest of the life, for my life. I mean, Lauren would be fine to be there, but I don't feel like I'm not like you. I don't feel closed in mm. by mm. much. Okay. I think my physical environment doesn't make me feel closed in and world events don't really make me feel closed in I enjoy reading about them I enjoy where I live and stuff and obviously if you live in a pretty bad environment then obviously it's not a good time But something that is like stability is not a boundary right now and I feel pretty stable we have stability and stuff like we still have electricity and stuff and We have, like, food in the fridge and all this stuff. So I think it's just interesting to see what's more jarring to, like, you compared to what's more jarring compared to me. Mm. Like, I start getting antsy if if it's, like, closer to home. That's when I start getting antsy, whereas you're more antsy because it's happening in the U.S. or whatever or whatever's happening and you're thinking... I can't take a flight home or whatever, and or they can't take a flight up here. So you feel closed in by your environment. I think partly because you almost maybe like what like you feel helpless, maybe. So maybe you're not reaching out to people as much because.
1: I don't know. Is it like yeah. you're, you're
0: scared of what they're gonna tell you or something? Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think you're right, though. I think some people pay a lot of money for that type of psychoanalytics. <laughs> 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 Oh. I am not a psychologist. CMET. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think we're very different in that respect. Like, I do, I feel very helpless in a lot of ways in uh, thinking about different places where I consider home or where I have people who I care about. And I think you're right. I think that does. Maybe I should start paying you. Um, I think that that is, <laughs> that is impacting how. Like, feeling helpless about reaching those people in no matter what way. If it's, like, writing a postcard or calling them up or sending them a text or sending them a GIF. All, like, the boundaries are up for me on on all of those fronts. And I, like, feel that. I feel that. Um, And I guess I'm trying to figure out how I can, like, see past those boundaries that don't exist in some cases.
0: It's funny evening each other out. But... I think, yeah, we're in we're in a different, because, I don't know, do you think Canada is your home? Or do you still feel like the US is your home? I don't know. It's split. Like, I've got... Because you've got an apartment here, you've got a bed here, like, you have your own bed in Canada. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I have a foot in, in
1: both. Yeah, that's and pretty... like, yeah. there's a giant wall that's, like, coming up between me.
0: Just karate half, chopping. Half of Matt. But, yeah, yeah, just half half chopping me in half. Good Half a met here, half a met there. Yeah, that accessibility is a boundary for you right now. I think because you run on more like you'd rather physically be present with someone yeah. than text them. So yeah. maybe that's why you're so... Ooh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that accessibility to the physical being. In the physical space where that's happening is, is being
1: stifled right now. Yeah. I should start paying you.
0: 600 bucks, please.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think,
0: yeah, boundaries. Boundaries.
1: I think we pretty much crushed it.
0: All right. We crushed boundaries. Boundaries. Um, Is there anything you want to say? uh, Studio
1: 603 is more than a space. It's more than a boundary.
0: It's a lifestyle. <laughs> Is any little bit more sprinkles you want to sprinkle on?
1: Uh. <laughs> yeah i I'm just gonna be thinking. I am gonna be thinking more about the boundaries between like me and strangers, and me and the people that I love more deliberately. Mm-hmm. And I think you really tapped into something about I think overcoming these. Like mental boundaries that I'm seeing in my relationships right now is going to be just like throwing myself into some of these online spaces and sending messages and making phone calls and just like do it. And that will like dissipate some of the,
0: the like helplessness that I yeah. think I feel right now. I think now. it's helplessness, yeah.
1: Uh, what what about you? Any any takeaway?
0: Carry on is normal. Keep calm, carry on. Keep on, carry on. I don't have any takeaways. This is more of a. I feel like I feel
1: like you carried this episode, and you carried me.
0: I carried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I got bad back from carrying Studio Six Hundred Three. Um. No, be out there, expect more episodes, chill out, you know. Stay well. Do your pain by numbers. Put on the kettle. Look out the window. Put a pizza in the oven.
1: Mop of the floor. And welcome back to your new digital home. The
0: studio 6L. <laughs> 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 How
1: many COVID references Blank are going to be in this freestyle? Production. Yo, welcome back, everybody. Studio 603. We're on fire up here. You, and Semi T, and me. Here we are looking into ourselves, thinking about deeper lives, thinking about ourselves, thinking of how we can get so woke, get so waking up. It's so good to be back here. Season two gets woke.
0: Oh, welcome back to your digital home, dripping wet with chrome. Gonna buy myself a Porsche with some parmesan Dripping from the <laughs> tires I'm driving down the street and I'm looking real flat And I'm looking at the window with the candy blue Porsche Looking over a mic per trucker, Saying yo bro, do you want to come over For some bread and some French onion soup?
1: I got the French onion soup Running on the stove at 360 <laughs> degrees Turn off the oven Making some delicious food It's gonna be so good
0: Good, Guda,
1: Buddha.
0: Looking over your shoulder Or should I say shoulder? I'm the boulder I'm a boundary And I'm coming up slapping my knee Cause listen to this boom bap I'm coming up with the best rap Looking at me cause I'm oh. looking at you Matt D Star is coming on through
1: Yo, I'm getting pretty nervous Sammy T's pretty far with those <laughs> lyrics Spitting venom like a viper Like a bird out of heat he Is the one and only Sammy who survived the Drakensberg Maybe we'll get into Zulu voodoo one day But not today cause Season two episode one is about boundaries Blank, and about islands and about how we can detect ourselves emotionally vulnerability semi tea might make me a cup of tea, it's gonna be roebous.
0: Put the bears glaciers <laughs> Tamaga cheese. <laughs> Welcome back to Studio 603. Hmm, we back.
1: That's <laughs> okay so you know kick off your shoes put down your
0: Tamagotchi put on the lava lamp okay okay, okay. 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 Uh,